goal of this podcast is to help you break in and thrive in advertising. And we do that every week by sharing the stories and advice of those rocking it on the other side. And I found this week's guest as D&AD, Design and Art Directors Award Show, released their top creative rankings. And Gaetan Dupelo was number five on that list, so I had to reach out. We're diving into a story that's nothing short of extraordinary. A narrative that epitomizes creativity, resilience, and brilliance in the advertising space. We're talking about none other than Gaetan, the Paris-born creative powerhouse who has reshaped the contours of modern advertising. From his early days as a budding copywriter at CLM BBDO in 2004, to his current role steering creative direction at Marcel, a publicist-owned agency, Gaetan's career trajectory is a masterclass in evolution and one of the most heart-to-heart interviews we've had on this podcast. He doesn't hold back. So prepare to embark on a journey of relentless pursuit of advertising excellence. You'll hear about Gaetan's transformative experiences, navigating the industry dynamics, not just as a creative, but as a visionary who started from the ranks and now leads the parade. We dive deep into craft, exploring the inception, execution, and the behind the scenes of award winning campaigns for behemoths like Pepsi, Orange, which is their like AT&T over in Paris, uh, it's a communications company, Total, and more. Gaetan's repertoire, boasting over 100 awards, including pr- the prestigious Can Lion, DNA, DNA D pencils, they serve as a testament to creativity's boundless potential. But it's not all about accolades. Gaetan opens up about the industry's intricate fabric. We discuss the beauty and the bruises, the highs and the sobering realities creatives face behind the glittering curtain of big advertising. And he opens up about his family, reflects on balancing life and beyond the billboards that he creates and other great executions. The father of three, Navigating the delicate art of work-life harmony imparts wisdom that resonates far beyond the confines of advertising. And before we jump in, I know you're on the edge of your seat here, a quick reminder to stay tuned until the very end. Gaetan has generously offered invaluable resources and insights exclusively for you. And hey, you're going to want to connect with him, and we'll tell you how. You can check out the secret resources on our Instagram at Breaking and entering pod, all one word. All right. Are we ready? This is the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. And as usual, I'm your accomplice, Gino Schellenberger. Kick it, Mikey. Gaetan Dupelot, welcome to the Breaking and Entering Advertising Podcast. How are you doing today? I'm doing very good. Hello, Gino, and uh, hello, everybody. Uh, yeah. Welcome. Thanks so much for coming on. I am so, so excited. Your energy, talking before, doing some research, and the amazing work that you've done. It's going to make for a great episode that everybody listening is going to learn something, whether it's aspiring advertisers or people that have been in the industry for 30 plus years, you have knowledge that they need to hear. Are you, are you ready to, to dish it out and, and, and yeah, talk? Yeah, I'm ready. And I 
already apologize for my horrible French accent. Oh, it's uh, awesome. But ah, now you've got a horrible Chicago it's... accent. All right. So you are the CCO and CEO at Marcel in Paris. Is that correct? Correct. Gotcha. Um, and in Paris, uh, so like I've said, we haven't had a lot of uh, international guests here. So can you start off by giving us a little background about who you are and what inspired you to pursue a career in advertising? Yeah, for sure. So my name is Gaëtan Dupelou. Uh, born and raised in Paris. I'm 43 years old uh, now. Uh, I'm the older brother of seven uh, children. So I like messy place. Uh, oh, wow. And I like creativity. <laughs> You're the um, oldest? I'm the oldest, yeah. Exactly. Of seven? Of seven, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. goodness. And where'd you same, grow up? Same dad, same brother. Uh, same same mom. Um, mm -hmm. In Paris, really center of Paris, uh, born and raised. Uh, it's my city. It's the, the place where I belong. And I, I just love, love that city. So, yeah. And your parent, what do your parents do? What do they do for a living? Um, my dad uh, was, a, was a banker. He was the boss of National French Bank. Uh, so a lot of work. Uh, I haven't seen a lot to my dad when, when I was a kid. Uh, so my mom uh, did the contrary. Uh, she took care. Uh, you didn't want to go into seven. banking? You didn't want to go into banking and be an investment banker of some sort? No, that, that's the way I, I built uh, myself. You know, um, my family is more banker, lawyer. I'm coming from a very, very old French family, almost almost one thousand year. Uh, so, my way to to build uh, Gaëtan brand to, to be creative uh, and not to be a banker or a lawyer, uh, and I'm really happy about that. So, first advice: don't do the same than your parents. Do what you like, uh, because you will spend more time. Uh, at your job than at home. So that's the first very important thing I should say. Choose a job you like. Yes, yes. And hopefully everybody listening, knowing this podcast, they know they like advertising, creativity, marketing, and we'll get into uh, your how you broke into this, right? Because that's the name of this episode, of this podcast, Breaking and Entering. Yeah. So I want to hear that story in a little bit but we need to provide some more context of what you do today. And I want to hear about your role at Marcel. You've taken on significant roles. I mean, I, we talked before this, you're a CEO and chief creative, cre chief creative officer at Marcel. Could you tell us about the roles, responsibilities, what you do at the agency? Uh, so my first job and my first mission is chief creative officer. So if I need to resume uh, that uh, it's taking care of the quality of the products that come out of Marcel. So mm -hmm. Marcel is a creative hot shop. Uh, we are a creative agency. We're creativity driven. And I think all our clients are coming to have 
to get the value of creativity. So that's my first job. CCO is just being in charge. That got to make sure it's good work. Got to yeah, make sure it's good, it's good work. work. And you've had a background, and we'll get into this as well, but you have a background in copywriting and you have a creative yeah. partner. Or you had a creative partner for the most, most of your career. Who is that? Of course, uh, I'm with the same partner uh, who is trying to enter the office right now. No, Yuri, come, come. Come say so, hello. Yeah, exactly. Just say hello to the U.S. Uh, hey, yeah. how are you? So Hi, Yuri. this is nice to meet my you. creative partner. You can hear his voice. His name is Yuri Garcimov, and we are working together for 20 years now. Uh, so Long-term partnership. Exactly. Yuri, what's the best part of working with Gaetan? It's Gaetan. <laughs> and what's the, what gets on your nerves? What's your biggest pet peeve? No, actually, what I love with Gaetan is what we, we always disagree and always agree at the same time. So it's a perfect collaboration because we are really, really different. So it's really two different ways of seeing things and seeing work. But at the end, when we cross our two mindsets and our two way to see life and, and, and projects, we have the best solution because it's the two parts of, uh, I mean, it's two different uh, opposite uh, way of thinking. And what, and did that develop over time? Like, was that, did you, was it instant chemistry when you first met each other that you knew that you were going to be great partners or was it rough in the beginning and you had to build this partnership over time? Tell me more about that, both of you, while you're both on. It was immediate, yeah. Ah, ah. Immediate, yeah. I think we have really a fit since the first day, and mm -hmm. we enjoyed how we started to, to work together. We learned together. It was a long process now. I mean, 20 years, but uh, it's... You never thought about uh, jumping ship to somebody new? No. No, times. never. Never. never, never. It's Love not, um, I don't know, we, ha we are both married, not together. But mm -hmm. uh, we married together uh, yep. for almost 20 years together, too. So we are very, I don't know, long-term long You have to, right? You know, like, that helps so much when you have that creative chemistry and, and you learn from each other. You bring out the best in each other. That's so, so important. So I appreciate you stopping by. Uh, we'll, maybe we'll have a separate episode with you. Okay, my yeah. pleasure. Thank you so much. Okay, okay sure. thank you. All so, right. yeah, that you was are great. in the kitchen, uh, and I love those moments. <laughs> yep. And you're in the office right now. Yes, right now I'm the office. It's uh, 3, 3 p.m. almost uh, in Paris right now. Good. So, Gotcha. So tell me more about Marcel. It's known for its unique approach to advertising. How would you describe the essence of Marcel's identity and philosophy in the advertising space? Some of the clients that you work for, give us the rundown here in the United States that might not be as familiar with this publicist-owned agent? Uh, okay. First, uh, you should know that advertisers are very bad for themselves. Isn't but it I true? Will try. It's I will so try tough. to do it. It is so tough. Like, sometimes our own agency brand struggles when we're so focused on so many other brands. I get you. It's, of course, you know, when you're creative, you, you're much more comfortable behind behind the camera. I know. That I know. that in front of the camera. That I, that's the job. But yeah, no, Marcel is Marcel is the name uh, of the founder of, of Publicity. Uh, mm -hmm. To him. Uh we are two hundred people uh, okay, wow. at the agency. So it's a medium sized agency in France. 
All um, based in Paris? Or all this? Based, but, but my dream is to open an office uh, in Where? the U.S. and in different continents because Marcel is really about a culture. Uh, it's very different than than the other brand. You know, our logo, for example, is is I the saw lion. That article. Yeah, I yeah. saw you interviewed the person that made that logo. Exactly, but this is this is a good symbol because publicity is a, is a lion, a kind of proud lion, a holding company. We're the lion of Judea, the lion of the Rasta, you know? So if you go to Marcel, you will have always disruption, uh, fun, and, and creativity at the art because we are all driven by creativity. We love that. The, our job is our passion in a way. And even account people, planners, uh, all the, the people from different departments are all have chosen this agency because it's a creative agency and we we are we are really one team. Uh, yeah. and, and yeah and, and yeah and I think it's because we we genuinely uh, we truly love what we do. Uh, all the time it, even at <laughs> even at midnight when you're working late hours on a uh, Every, final piece on a pitch, you still love it all the time? I, I still love it all the time because when I started advertising, like 20 years ago, that was uh, a, a kind of model. You know, you, you should work uh, uh, days and nights uh, to be good. That, that was not a choice. Now, we are absolutely not pushing people to work at night. Th this is not our, our philosophy. Our philosophy is to say, guys, girls, you're here at work. Okay, so how can I help you the most? How, yeah. ca how can I be really nice to you? By helping you achieving the best of you, the best work you can. You know, while you're here, is... while you're there, and like while we're together, instead of working late on your own at night, you're trying to capitalize on the opportunity that people have when you're there, right? And I think that's exactly. super important. But are you saying that now because you're at the top? I'm sure you worked your butt off all throughout extra because you love this. Do you think that that, you know, is there an expectation that junior creatives when they first get into this that they do need to work extra i kind of adopt that philosophy because i want to be ahead and i do love this but what are your thoughts about the expectation for younger talent today i think uh advertising is very special in one thing is that when we start uh it's not very high income okay? no uh but it's full of opportunity mm -hmm. so it's choose the life you want, you know, it's, it's on, it's, it's on, in your hand in a way. So I will never shout on someone that, that, that don't, I don't know, proactively, uh, propose some ideas or, uh, work a lot. It's his choice. No right. problem. You know, but of course I will try to give the hope. And inspire and, and inspire people just to give their best because it's damn good 
to, to do a good campaign. And at the end, you're proud. It makes some real change. And you, yeah, you know, it grows the business as well. And you can potentially get a promotion and you can get noticed. You seem like the creative chief creative officer that will look anywhere for the best idea. It's not from a select high up team. Whoever has the best idea, I'm sure you're the chief creative officer that looks everywhere for the best idea. That, that's totally my philosophy. Uh, at Marcel, for example, I have a rule. Everybody can access every brief. Okay? That is so, so important. I love yeah, that. Yeah, it's important because you need to be, I don't know, equal. It's, it's that, mm -hmm. that should be rewarded. So in, in lots of, let's say, I, I would call it old school agency. Yeah, just the, the top. You know, they are the senior. Yeah, yeah the, just the senior the, groups get the best is, briefs. Exactly, they get the get best briefs. But where is the hope for the junior? You know, sometimes and, the juniors will get that inspiration and actually come up with something because they're hungrier and they want to grow and they will come up with the best idea. So I love that you kind of open it up to everybody. Exactly. I don't know if you have, uh, I don't know, the next Simon Biles and and she's just uh, eighteen years old in the agency. You should. You should give her some chances, you know, mm -hmm. exactly as the, the senior. And it's, it's very good for both. It's, yes. it's, what I, it's, it's what I'm learning because senior creative, at the end, senior creative almost, let's say, win the pitch uh, um, at, at the end. Mm -hmm. So that proves that they're still good. They are, in a way, credible and relevant mm -hmm. in their seat as senior. And for the junior, that, that gives them, I don't know, they're hungry then. They say, okay, well, they're damn good. I didn't realize. Okay, so the bar is there. Mm -hmm. I should come up and beat them. I love time. this. I think that's how a really, I think that's, that's what people need to be looking for and where they work at their first job or their second job early in their career. They want to find a flat agency that operates in this model because then you can get, then you can work hard and get rewarded for it and grow and get past that lower level income stage of the career, which we all kind of start off low. But then if you get these shots on goal and you, and you, and you get noticed, you can easily excel up. So I love that you do that. And I know that you guys have had at Marcel 2023, 2022, remarkable years for you, for you all. Uh, a lot of recognition from DNAD, uh, multiple award-winning entries. Can you highlight one or two projects that are particularly meaningful to you that you guys have done recently? Yeah, for sure. My, my, my pleasure, because this is what is the most important to me. It's the work. <laughs> The work, the work, the work. Uh, so, exactly. That was BBDO Moto. That's the best one uh, uh, to me on all the advertising uh, agencies. The work, the work, the work. Mm -hmm. So uh, to talk about the work. Uh, you love that. This uh, is what you live for. Let's hear it. Uh, exactly. Let's go. Let, let's go. No, the, the, um, the good one uh, uh, last year was a campaign for Back Market. So Back Market is a refurbished uh, tech company uh, and the, the campaign was called hack market and what we did is that we have hacked uh apple store 
um, during Earth Day uh, in Berlin, Paris, and London exactly at the same time. And we used uh, AirDrop, so we, we have used their own tech, the, the tech of your uh, competitor, in a way, uh, the device of your competitor, the store of your competitor, to advertise you, that you are a good alternative to new. So that was, for us, very fun to do. Uh, I think that was, that was smart. Uh, so so walk, walk me through this. So I'm a consumer, and on Earth Day, correct, I would go, in, I, let's say I was looking to buy a brand new Apple iPhone. I go into the Apple store, and what, what happens to me on this day? What did you guys do? I'm the consumer on a normal day, thinking of a new iPhone. What happens? What's my experience? It's very simple. You are at the Apple store, so you take the device to, to mm -hmm. show, to look at it, looking at try it, yeah. it, and then you have an airdrop notification. So you accept, and then you discover a message that say, I don't know, we, we sent plenty of them, but one mm -hmm. was, for example, uh, hey, security guard is not uh, uh, looking. There's a cheaper and a greener alternative to what you are holding in your hand. Ah, so, cheaper and, and greener. So sustainability and financial savings exactly. going with, what was the company Nine called again? Percent um, less uh, pollution with, with refurbished. So that was the, the main message. But what was fun is that then they had a link, you know, to the back market websites and they have the same device they have in, in, in their hand. Right. That's 45% cheaper and 97% uh, uh, less pollu polluting, you know? So that was how many? How many simple. people do you think got that airdrop? Uh, we, 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 we know uh, that was about 5,000. So wow. what, what was important? It, it was in three different, uh, you know, cities in Europe at the same time during one day. Right. So approximately... It's 5,000, but what, mm. what was more important is the PR. Uh, right, the earned the impressions. Exactly, exactly. And how many, do you know how many earned impressions you guys secured from that? I don't really remember, but the, the view, uh, the, the, the video has been watched 20, 20, million, 20 million views. Nice. Uh, so so that, was, that was quite good. And uh, you know, and, it, yeah. you know, I want to ask, uh, you know, I'm always interested in the case study. So I want to pull that up. I want to watch that in my own time. So if you have that case study video, maybe you can send it and I can share it out to people because that's what you submit to the award shows, like the recap. I think those, that's where the magic happens in advertising that not a lot of entry-level people realize, like you have this great idea, you did it. Now, let's say you didn't capture it and, and didn't tell that story with a case study video. It's a, nobody would know about it or like the, the 5,000 people would know about it, but then, you know, it would stop there. So I'm really interested how you told that story with the case study. So we'll have to get our hands on that. Yeah, you are, uh, you are very good, you know, because this is a very, very, very important point. Uh, and nobody is really talking about that. But doing those case study, uh, I've worked for maybe five or six years uh, working on how to make 
a good case because this is key for advertiser. It's key because when you have done the campaign, you should find the good storytelling to make it shine right. for your company, for your clients, for your creatives, for, mm -hmm. for everybody. You know, it's your best advertising in a way. So yes, it's super important. And there are people that dedicate most of their time at agencies that work on case studies. I'm sure your job is to oversee a lot of these case studies too. And what these are, for people listening, I, I think this is a really great conversation. Uh, at the end of a campaign, an activation, an ad, uh, that pe the people in the agency like yourself deem it worthy for creative award shows or they want to tell that story. What is it, one to two minutes usually a video at the most? Yeah, the maximum is two minutes and 14 seconds and 22 frames. So you can't upload, uh, you know, the file if it if it's more than oh yes so i submit i submit a lot of our can leah's uh dnad's cleo's so the big the big five the one show the, the, five. the big five i uh, the work creative rankings they e exactly i love that we get into this i think it's important oh, yeah. that people know there are careers right like editors so people that like actually build these case studies my idea between you and i and everybody listening is opening up an agency that just focuses on case study production. Yeah, a, a, a lot of people, you, you're not the only one. Okay. To say that, but if... Do you do it in-house or do want, you... No, I do in-house, but okay. uh, with specific people. You, right. it, you can't imagine the, I don't know, the, the level uh, I am funny. expecting from from those people uh, uh, each case we send is v79 uh, and it's never uh, uh, less than version 79 i'm actually okay. working on a case uh, uh, of our li latest project uh, i had i have to finish it on friday so. okay good luck uh, yeah, and it's on, on our last campaign. Uh, it's Tell us about Orange. it. Uh, yeah, it's for Orange. So it has been a, an amazing, uh, popular uh, uh, success. Uh, and to us, that means a lot. Uh, it's the most um, viral French campaign ever. Uh, it's amazing. So the, results, the results are, you can't imagine. We were totally lost at the agency, to be honest, because there were so much PR, so much that it's very difficult to to count, you know, and and, and to, to get everything. So you have to calculate, able... it's hard to calculate the earned impressions. You need to have like, uh, there are clipping services from media where you get, if any journalist talked about it or broadcast journalist talked about it on TV, and then uh, using like a muckrack rescission, you can calculate all the earned impressions and, and even those are not very accurate too. So it yeah. is very hard, but you can get a good sense of, did it earn 1 billion impressions? That's a great standard and perhaps even more. And tell us about who the client was and what you guys made for that client. Uh, yes, Orange. So Orange is the first uh, telecom company uh, in France and they are official sponsor of the national uh, football team. Okay, so, it's so telecommunications yeah. company, that's exactly. your client, and they're sponsoring it's, it's like football. 
you know, it's yep. like AT&T and, and that is sponsor of American football team, you know, yeah. that's, so that's a big client uh, in France. Yeah. And they are uh, sponsor both men and, and women. And, and women. And women. And in France, nobody knows, but we had a big problem because there were even not, no broadcaster on TV for the World Cup uh, two, months, two months before the World Cup. Okay? So almost nobody don't give a shit about women football. And because it's just cliche, you know? Most, most, most of people think that it's women playing football. So it's less spectacular, it's less technique, it's less interesting. I will, I won't watch, okay? Mm -hmm. But that was the problem what, what going we, on in the world. It, Low viewers, what we've lack of caring. Is that those people who say that have never watched football? So how do you get them to, by women? So how do you get how do you get the consumer who's a fan of the French uh, male football team, the Blue, correct? Exactly, which is a great team. Uh, how do you get those hardcore or even just uh, traditional consumers even entertain the idea of watching female soccer? Female so what what we did is that um, we wanted to create the most popular video uh, possible. Okay, we wanted that this video. This video should be watched by millions of people. That was so you, our goal. Okay? You wanted viral. So, exactly. So we have watched the compilation uh, of goals, uh, etc. That are great success. That mm -hmm. all the kids are, uh, you know, sending. Yeah, highlight, highlight reels, compilations of, of, of the best. Exactly. 2023's best goals in order, ranked. It's exactly that, you know. So we have studied that. And then we spent, uh, I, I remember, 200 hours watching only football, women's football of the French team. We made highlights, okay? That was super great. At the end, we were like, whoa, that's damn good. And then we watched 200 hours of the men's team. We select shots that are shot with the same angle of camera. Yeah. And then we have done VFX with AI, etc. And we have transformed all the ladies into the big stars of the French national men team, you know. And we, we have launched these highlights. And it has been a fantastic success. And at the end, when they have, when people discover that, oh damn, that was not Kylian Mbappe or Griezmann, oh, but that that was a woman team. They were like just it, so happy to be to have been fooled in a way. I love it. I I loved it. And when I watched it, uh, I think that whoever posted it on LinkedIn did a really great job, or maybe it was you, um, teasing out watch till the end was really helpful for me for myself and i can't speak on the majority of the of the 
the human population, the human population loves football, soccer so much. It's like the number one sport, right? One of the top sports. So for myself, not the biggest fan, when I read Watch Till the End, I was like, okay, this is going to, I'm going to watch till the end now. What's the surprise? What's the change up? So I'm watching these amazing highlight reels of what I thought at the time were, were these famous male stars, Mbappe, like you said. Uh, then when it switched over, it blew my mind. Somebody that's not the biggest fan of football, uh, of European football, totally caught my attention. And I thought that was wonderful. And even it was written in French, I understood everything that was happening. Like from a native English speaker, I got that what you guys were trying to do was showcase the women's team and that they are just as good, if not better at sometimes with their highlights. And I thought that was brilliant. It actually kind of reminded me of a Nike campaign. I didn't, I, I wasn't sure what I was watching. I wasn't familiar with orange. So I thought this was maybe like an Adidas or Nike or a sports team. So I thought that was really, really great. How did you connect it back to orange then? And, and like, what's the goal for orange to showcase that they are a proud sponsor? Uh, can you help me understand that connect there? Yeah, exactly. Because they, they are, they sponsor mm -hmm. the same amount women Four. and same amount men. Mm -hmm. So that's, uh, you know, the CEO of Orange is a woman, uh, you know, so that's something very important uh, 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 to them. And it's a, I don't know, it's a big, it's one of the biggest company in France. So to me, companies have duties and and responsibilities in a way so we as consumer we we accept that companies make money okay but yeah. as a consumer i want that a company do good things for social for yeah. for everybody you know Absolutely. uh so so that's why to me it's very important that company of that size do things like that. What Grand Prix black pencil category do you think this could win? Uh, it has never win uh, anything for the moment because I have entered it. Anywhere. No, no, I know. What are you playing on entering <laughs> it? I don't know. I think it's, it's first a good film to me because yeah. the emotion is there. Uh, you feel yeah. something and it's impactful and and that's I think a, that's it's a really tough category too. Yeah, so. the craft I think is really interesting because it's all about craft in a way. If the if the craft is is not good, the ideas break down. So I think that could be something that where it could be interesting. And in terms of category, of course, glass lion is the, the, the glass category. Uh, that is. Uh, a category that is specific for gender equality, I think is is a very good one because that was clearly the goal of this of this campaign is to just add a little brick <laughs> on on the fight for gender equality. So, yeah, of course, I think that's the two natural categories, and of course, PR because the results have been. Right. Uh, mind blowing, you know, but but at the, at the beginning that was not done for PR, you know, that was of just course. well, every good idea. To... I'm a PR professional, so every good mm -hmm. idea should earn attention. So, I mean, that oh, you, yeah. 
if I was working for you guys, you would make my job a lot easier, right? It's so much easier as a PR professional when you have sound creative that earns itself rather than having to force it. It that that's a bread and butter. So whoever your PR person is, comms director, marketing director, they're in heaven right now. So you you're making their life a lot easier. <laughs> Thank so. you. All right. And I think so people need to, I think what's so important here, and I want to kind of wrap this up here and start to transition to the advice. What have we learned so far? I think we've really uncovered in this episode, the importance of creativity, the work, and, and where you find the ideas for good idea, uh, where you find the insight for good ideas can come from anywhere within the agency. You've developed a culture that's flat, that people should want to work for where they can get noticed and get promoted and, and create amazing stuff. But also we talked about like case studies in the award process in a way. We mentioned uh, CAN, which people should know about. We mentioned DNAD, which people should know about. These are the big, big, big creative award shows that boost agency reputation, grow new business, grow people's individual professional lives. It's what got you probably to where you're at today, some award-winning work and business results as well. Uh, so what other advice, I guess, looking back in your career and you're talking to your young self, what advice would you give yourself when just starting off in this industry? Um, I don't know. Be, be, first, be, be true to you. Uh, um, because nobody... Is the same, nobody, and you are you, and express what you are in a way. Because did you ever have a boss? Did you have a boss or somebody, uh, a mentor that really helped you understand that? Yes, yes. It it was a woman called Andamupu. She's a she's a genius, a genius. Uh, Where is she working now? She's she's retired. Uh, now she has retired without noticing to anybody, uh, but she's, she's good. A fantastic, creative, fantastic. She's a woman with one hundred lions uh, and thirty can, years can ago, thirty can lions. fifty thirty years ago. It it was super difficult to have. Just three, because there were few categories. Yeah. Uh, now there are plenty of categories, so it's it's mathematics. You you win more lion now that than you could win before. You know. Right. And so at that time, having hundred, maybe even more than a hundred, was very difficult, and it's still very difficult to get one. Let's not yes. underestimate to get fifty. To get one can make somebody's career. It could change your life completely to get one or two like that's totally. an ultimate goal super bowl ad uh a can lion a black pencil these are these are top top stuff to have 50 is incredible like that's unheard of so yeah yeah but yeah i i i say 50 because i don't really uh it counts you know i think what is important is to to still have to to wake up in the morning and to say, damn, I'm lucky. You know, I'm doing a job I like, okay? And I don't know, I should be, yeah, happy and, and communicate this happiness. Mm -hmm. And 
And that's the first thing. But the, the other advice to, to advertiser is, is I think to me, what is important is, is to never forget that the campaign you are doing for your clients are your own advertising, okay? Right. And I think we, we forget that uh, uh, um, too often. But I take just a, a little example, okay? So you have a tough client, it's, it's difficult, and at the end, the campaign, you don't really like it. It's, 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 it's shit, okay? And so it's on, it's on TV, it's on prints, uh, okay, posters. And then some clients quite like that, okay? So they will call you and say, oh, I want to work with the, the, the advertising agency who did that. Right. But this is something you don't like. You know, so, I don't know, doing some work when you, that you are not comfortable with is not a good thing because it, it, will, it will let you in a, in a bad direction. It, right. It, it, it will right. compound, right? It, it, it's an extension of who you are. So if you keep putting out mediocre work, mediocre clients will want to work with your mediocre effort. So treat every campaign as a, a can winning entry, perhaps, right? Now, this is not easy. You are at a phenomenal agency. I'm sure there were times earlier in your career when you didn't have the best briefs and the clients were tough and they just wanted to sell something just to get it out there to communicate a new product or whatever it might be. I guess it's easier said than done is what I'm trying to get at. But yes. having that mentality and knowing that, being aware of that first and foremost is super important for people. But just keep it in your hand because yeah. of course you can't make great advertising each time for sure but keep that in in, in your head never awareness give up. yeah exactly never give up because the the more you will do some work you like the more uh work like this people will have it'll you, attract you know it'll attract yeah yeah exactly i love it so so that's that yeah that's, and you'll get hired at better agencies like you'll see somebody maybe that a campaign that you're jealous of and you might find out who made it and you might want to hire them as a, a CCO, right? And that can, of course. that's how of people course. get, yeah. I I have the chance to be juror in, in lots of advertising festivals. So you're in the rooms, yeah. Yeah, so I spend four days watching all the work and when some work hits my, my minds, and then, of course, I dig to, you know, you're going to find out who made that. Yeah, of course. And, and, and I often send just a, a gentle message to say, congrats, that's, that's, that's just that's great cool. work. You know, and even if I don't have the money to hire those people, you know, it's just yeah. to say to Down people who have done a good job to say, congrats, you've done a good and job. And coming from you, that would make somebody's career, right? Like that can mean a lot to somebody. And then who knows down the line, maybe you'll work with them. So I think that all these are phenomenal lessons. And I know we can talk so much more. We didn't even talk about your first job. What was your first job? Just real quick, just want to know, copywriter my, at an agency? Oh, my first, I did a lot of 
radio sports and, and everything, mm-hmm. but I was a junior copywriter. But let's say that uh, as a copywriter, the, the good campaign I did uh, in the past was called the uh, Inglorious Fruits and Vegetables. Mm-hmm. Uh, was a campaign for Intermarché and it was against the food waste. And that was, let's say, one of the first campaigns that, that was putting in the lights uh, all yeah. the figured fruits. How many and, years and from products. this campaign, how many years did it take you from when you first started advertising to get your big breakthrough? No, Ten. no shit, really. Yeah, yeah. And my creative director, my, my mentor was saying every year, we were just a uh, shortlist in Cannes. It's all a shortlist. That's so great. Already fantastic. Yeah. Know? But we wanted. See, this is the mentality that people need to have in the U.S. Mm. We see it in Brazil. We see it in, in Paris. We see it in London. And we see it in some United States cities. But that's yeah. the hunger that will get you farther. So it took you 10 years. So patience. Exactly. And, and, but your caliber was winning a lion, right? That's a higher caliber. So it's not like you still were probably creating great work. Maybe the case study wasn't fully developed. Maybe you just had a tough jury room. There's a lot of variables for can DNA D. Uh, totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and it's always, it's a human science advertising. It's, it's not it an exact science. So um, a juror can award one thing and... At the same time, another juror with other people. We, right. You never you know, know who's in the room. Exactly, exactly. So that's always part of the jobs. And my last advice to young creatives, never be frustrated. Never, never, never. Frustration is our worst enemy because our job is to work for the dustbin. You know, we need to like the white pitch. And we need to know at the beginning that 99% of our ideas will be at the end at the dustbin. That's the normal process. So, of course, don't, you know, it's, a, it's something, frustration. No, okay, tomorrow is another day. Wake up the, the day after with a smile and say, okay, I'm going back on my white page and I will kick their ass, you know? I love it. I love it. How can people reach out to you if they have any other questions and they want to connect with you, Gatan? Sorry? How can people reach out to you? Um, I have only one social uh, network. No Facebook, no Instagram, no TikTok. I have just LinkedIn because uh, it's professional. So... Yep. So you can reach me, uh, of course, uh, on LinkedIn, uh, but I don't have any other social networks. I love it. Stay focused. If not, uh, yeah. If I have other, I will work all day long, all night long, and my kids will try to kill me. So I don't want to be like my dad. So I try right. to be at home sometimes. I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Amazing episode, amazing advice, but that's all I have for you. And hopefully people can reach out. I'm happy to connect people, but Marcel in Paris is an agency that people should look out for. I'm sure there'll be more awards with your latest campaign that we talked about. So thank you again. Thank you so much, uh, Gino. And thank you for 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 the question because you know advertising. And so it's a pleasure to me to talk with someone who knows because to be honest, 
uh, I don't know in the U.S., but in France, uh, let's say that journalists and people like this are not specialists uh, of that. So thank no, you no. for the quality of the, of the question. And of I course. just want to say one last thing of course. to the U.S. Uh, what Victor Wembanyama, uh, <laughs> it's the best present France has given to the USA since the Statue of Liberty decades. You yeah. will see a legend. He's good. We will. He's going to be amazing. I'm. I haven't been excited by someone since Michael Jordan. Uh, it's him, and it will be now. You know, in the U.S., in front of our eyes. That's exciting. You know? Well, thank you Let's for that gift. Up. I love it. I love it. I can't wait. Thank you for that shout out. I appreciate you again. Thank you, Gino. Bye. Uh, bye, USA. <laughs> Bye-bye.